because she decided when she was a teenager she wanted to be an animator. And here it was 17 years later, and she was what she wanted to be. Well, when I was about 10 years old, I decided that I wanted to be on the radio. And uh, I did not do it regularly until I was uh, almost 40. Uh, I did it sporadically when I was a young person. But here I am 65 years later doing exactly what I said I wanted to do when I was 10 or 12 years old. So there. I have my bucket list in that way. In fact, there were two other items, and I achieved those two. But I still have things that I'd like to do, and I even have had a couple of radio programs that I wanted particularly to do. I always wanted to be able to interview Carl Castle, the NPR newsman who was from my hometown. So I always wanted, never, never did that one, didn't make that one. But what I want to know from you, and you call 919 as our area code, and then 860-9783. and the other part works out to be WPTF, so you don't have to remember that. You just pick the letters out and dial WPTF. But the letters are 9783, 860-9783, area code 919. And uh, tell me what your bu- what is on your bucket list. And go as far down the list uh, toward 10 as you can. You may only have one item. You may have three. Uh, sometimes I find that uh, some of the subjects I introduce along these lines, uh, you know, I'm asking you to tell me something. People, they say, oh, well, I haven't really thought about it. It would be hard for me to pick out my favorite song. But I think a lot of people have thought about what they would like to do in, in, their, in their life when they were young, what they would like to achieve in their life. It may be multiple things then, and as they grow older, the list may grow shorter, but uh, they may say, well, I want to go to on a cruise. Uh, I want to go to California. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to do this or that or the other. I want to drive a, I want to go to to Charlotte and drive a NASCAR, uh, which you can do, I think. Uh, I want to uh, drive, uh, I want to go to India if they'll let you drive an open wheel car, let's do that. But things like that. What is it that you, you have in, been daydreaming about or thinking about that you would like to do. 1-800-9... I'm sorry. 800... Not, I've got to redo this. I've been, I've been making 800 calls all day today. 919 is our number. 860-9783. 860-9783. John, uh, uh, would hazard a guess on the calls. Do we have any yet? Anybody want to share their... their um, their bucket list with me. No calls right now, Tom. What did you, are you on the air, John? Are you on the air now when you talk to me? Or are you just whispering in my Yeah, I'm on, your, I'm on the air. Okay. Well, I will talk to you because you. I thought you said something interesting when we were talking before the show. I always run everything by John because he's, he's my test case. But what was it you said did, did, was your on your bucket list, something that you really wanted to do? I did get to do that uh, four years ago. I went out there for my um, my cousin's uh, confirmation. Right. And you had lived in California at one time when you were younger, and, and you are a confirmed Dodger fan, so that would be like going, uh, uh, well, if you were a Catholic, uh, going to the Vatican or something. Uh, yeah. You are a Catholic, aren't you? Right. Have you been to the Vatican? 
No, I haven't been to the Vatican. I've been to the cathedral downtown. But yeah, yeah I, the one time we were going to go, we had tickets yeah. to go see the Dodgers, and they had the strike in was it eighty four something like that. Ninety four, I think. Ninety four. One of the years they had the strike, we had tickets and everything, and they we had to, we couldn't go because they had the strike and everything. Did you save the ticket? No, I got rid of it. I was thinking if you got it, number one, it might be a collectible, and you might be able to sell it because of it. Yeah, you know, it was sold during the the strike, or you might could go out and cash it in. They might give you a uh, a ticket to see a game now. But but that's the kind of thing we we're interested in. You you I thought were were a good example. I asked Mrs. Kearney, uh, and she said that she she's been to Italy a number of times, but she has not been able to go to Venice. And that's where I think she said she'd like to go. A lot of these have to do with travel and things. Uh, but I, I, I looked at the, the the list of some of the things that people have said they wanted to do on their bucket list, and one of the ones was to go bungee jumping, and that, that that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to jump out of any airplanes either. Uh, but uh, in the original list, John, uh, of the guys uh, in the movie, they wanted to witness something truly majestic. I, I have not actually seen the movie. I know what it's about. I've seen clips from it, but I don't know what it was that they witnessed that was truly majestic. So if anybody knows what it was, why don't you call me and, and tell me that? That will be a way to get you on the phone. And, and the number, again, is 919-860-9783. They wanted to help a complete stranger. Uh, this is... Uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, Morgan Freeman uh, for 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 the common good. They want to help somebody out. They wanted to laugh till they cried. Have you ever done that, John? Have you ever laughed till you cried? I have not. I have done that. I've laughed till I couldn't breathe. And the, the last time I remember doing it was, it was when in watching Blazing Saddles in a movie downtown Raleigh. That movie was just. I, I probably wouldn't laugh now, but I laughed then. Well, but I, uh, uh, completing the list that they had in the movie, they, these two old guys wanted to drive a Shelby uh, Mustang, and I, I'm sure I know at least two or three guys that are personal friends of mine that would like to do that. Uh, one of the items was kiss the most beautiful girl in the world. Well, you can't really be against that. I would not do this next one, and that is because of my personal beliefs, but get a tattoo. Uh, skydiving and to visit Stonehenge. Now, I have done that. Uh, and if you've, if you've been to England and toured any at all, you probably have done that because it's one of the, if not, outside of London, it's probably one of the great tourist attractions. But I want to hear from you tonight, the people that are listening to WPTF Signal, and uh, with the number of intelligent people and thoughtful people that we have listening there will be people who have had uh, a bucket list, and that is something to be nostalgic about. I, I had to be nostalgic to think back to me wanting to go to Ireland and how long I had wanted to do that and uh, most of my life and the things that I, other things, being a, being a radio person. I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Tony Rigsby would appreciate that, and I wanted to be a school teacher, and I got to do that too. So I got some stuff on my bucket list done. But I want to know about yours. And the only way we can make this program work is for you to come out of the closet, walk down to the front of the church, and testify. And you do that by calling 
888-646-9783. Let's hear about your bucket list. We'll be back.
thank you. If you go down to Spencer, they've got a round table down there and so on. Uh, John, are we prepared to deal deal with Anthony now? Anthony, yes, Tom, we can also uh, you know hold him over after if we need to. We will do that, okay? We'll, we'll start with Anthony because he's a good talker. And Anthony, have you, what, what's, on your, what's on your bucket list? Well, as I told uh, John, I've had a lot of foods over my lifetime, but the one thing I've never had that I'd like to do, and I know you probably said, well, go to a restaurant needed, but I'd like to try and cook this thing myself, a lobster. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm opposed to cooking anything while it's still alive, which eliminates lobsters, but that's just a kind of a, a spiritual point of view. But uh, I understand. But but uh, uh, again, I, I I believe that you you should if you want to have the opportunity to try that. So uh, it seems like it's something that could be done. Well, this um, one of my nurses. I go for a lymphedema treatment, and uh, she was a native of Maine, and she gave me this address. And this place said, "Call them up, order it, they'll send it to you." Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, you can, uh, what you ought to do is get in your machine and or fly, whatever. Uh, we have some friends who live in Maine, and just you know, get yourself up to Portland or somewhere along in there, and uh, I'm sure that they, they, you could find some place that would. Uh, I don't know if they let you cook it, but you certainly could eat it. I was thinking more about eating it, but uh, maybe they'll send you one, and you can drop it in the in the pot. Now, the one other thing. I could get there with this. Uh, one other thing on the bucket list that I didn't tell you, Producer John, riding in a hot air balloon, I'd like to try that once. Well, you know, I've looked at a bunch of lists today trying to do some research for this show, and that is probably the most common item, you know, on all the different lists of, you know, different people of different ages from, from different places is that and Watching the Northern Lights are the two things that I, I didn't actually sit down and you know mark it, you know count them. But uh, the, my impression is is that riding in a hot air balloon was the most popular thing that people want to do. And I, again, I I I just don't have faith, you know. I, and I, I would be convinced that the fire would go out, and, and at that point you would uh, you would be back on the ground. Anthony, hold on a little bit. We'd like to keep you a little bit longer, but we got to check the news. p.m. Before we get back to our program tonight, I need to talk to you about King's Auto. When servicing your car, you need to know the cycle of service for your automobile. Your cycle of service begins the month you buy your car. That cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes. At King's Auto Service, they will schedule your service intervals so that they're based on that cycle or those using uh, synthetic oil and driving limited miles. That's me, for instance. You may go months past the normal service based on those uh, miles and will need to schedule your service two or three times a year rather than something more often. During your service, Kings will check wipers, belts, tires, and transmission fluid levels. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or some other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's will be able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer would charge to replace it. That replacement, by the way, usually occurs at about 150,000 miles. 
Call King's tomorrow to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube, as well as an estate inspection station, are easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net on the web. King's Auto Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946 and the place that I take both of my cars. Uh, Anthony? I'm still there? here. Uh, there. Well, I, will, I thought I'd see how far your list I, I could go down. We've got two items on, on your list. We've got... Uh, well, your, uh, previous, your previous caller talked about trains. Uh, riding a train would be uh, interesting. I've never done that. Well, you know, you ought to do that. And I, I rode a train when I was uh, four years old. I rode it from Goldsboro to Burlington and did not ride another train. I got up in the cab of that one, I said, but, but until I went to England for the first time in Ireland. Of course, they make much greater use of trains throughout the... Of course, they're not as big as the United States, and, and if I were in the Northeast Corridor, I probably would be riding a train, if you know what I mean, from Washington to Boston, so to speak. Uh, uh, well, when I was... When I was much younger, in the early 60s, uh, the train used to run from Sanford to Lillington. It was the Atlantic and Western, and the tracks were not too far from where I live. I'd say probably about three and a half miles. And, uh, of course, they took the tracks up, and they quit running that uh, route. But um, it still runs in Sanford. You, I heard it today when I was at my uh, doctor. Uh, you could hear it off in the distance, and I thought, oh, okay, there it is, and still have tracks running on Horner Boulevard in Sanford, which is the main line between uh, Lillington and uh, the main part of Sanford. So, yeah, riding a train would be nice. Why don't we well, do that? That's your assignment. but I, I, I've never <laughs> ridden a train like Amtrak or anything like that, but I live close enough to the tracks that when they come busting through town at night and going through NC State campus and so on and Cary and so on, I can hear the whistle, and I, I like that. I like that feeling. And Thomas oh, Wolfe, yeah. who wrote Look Homeward Angel, that, that was one of his favorite things. What it meant to him was a chance to get out of Asheville, which uh, it's always meant for young people a chance to, to move, you know, to go somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, but I hope you, I hope you will do that. And, and the only way you're going to get to do it is just, in fact, I, my brother lives in Charlotte, and I, I've, I've threatened several times that you can take the train from Raleigh to Charlotte, and I've threatened several times to do that, you know, just to go down and go. You know, I, I haven't gone so far as to find out how much it costs, which wouldn't make any difference. I would do it anyway, but I, that, that's, maybe that's something you could do. Right. And, uh, well, but, it's good, good to talk with you, Tom. Likewise, and I hope you'll come around tomorrow night for our trivia night. It's always good to talk with you. And you, we'll, you seem to know the we'll answer. We'll do that for you. Okay, thank you, Anthony. Have a good one. Anthony from Bye. Broadway, where he probably would like to, I don't know if the train went, uh, he, I think he said it sort of went by where he lived. Uh, John, do we have any other callers left now? Uh, not right now, Tom. John Stoller is our producer, and you hear his voice. He's, he's the conductor here, so to speak, as in the the language of trains and uh, uh, brings you passengers on, and uh, we have a conference. Tonight is Nostalgia Night, which is kind of an open phone night. That's that's the idea behind uh, nostalgia, that's the, the terminology. And uh, the, the nostalgia, the thing that I got nostalgic for, 
uh, that qualified it for this program was thinking about bucket lists. I'd seen a couple of movies that had things about bucket lists and reminded me of the fact that when I was very, very young, I wanted to be, uh, uh, well, I wanted to be a meteorologist, and I haven't gotten to do that one, but uh, I still enjoy uh, following the weather. And when we're through tonight, I'm going to go see if I can figure out, you know, keep up with the, with the hurricane. Uh, well, I like, I, I'd much well, I don't want to wish them on people in Louisiana, but I'd rather keep up the one there than the one here. But uh, I wanted to uh, be a radio pronouncer, and I've gotten to do that. And uh, and I wanted to go to Ireland, where my ancestors came from, and I got to do that. I was 45 before I did, but uh, and I've gone uh, several times since then, and to England. And and uh, uh, once in, in England, to, to go along with something I was talking to Anthony about, Mrs. Kearney and I were in Bath, and we, had, uh, we were staying at a a place there, and we wanted to go to Oxford, which is not that far away. But we were, we had a rented a car, but uh, I told her I wanted to ride the train, so I could ride the train. And I'd ridden it before, but I I enjoyed riding it then. In fact, we'd ridden the train from London to Edinburgh. And uh, but anyway, it was just a lot of fun, and I got out. If you're a fan of British mystery programs. And uh, the same train station that Inspector Morse spent a lot of time of, and time in, and Lewis and other people who who uh, are policemen in and around uh, Oxford. But anyway, we, I'd like to talk to you tonight about your bucket list. Uh, I think Anthony said he wanted to make a lobster, wanted to cook a lobster, and uh, uh, David, the, the earlier caller, wanted to drive a steam locomotive, and I can imagine there are lots of little boys that could grow up to be big boys who would like to do that. Uh, I even like to watch TV programs about driving those, those trains, the ones that are are kept and maintained by people who are do most of the time as a labor of love. But uh, it doesn't have to be about transportation. It can be that you wanted to read a certain book. I was talking to the HR person at my where I work today, and... Uh, I said, I told her what we were going to do tonight, and I think she listens occasionally, which I just think is wonderful, and uh, that uh, that uh, a lot of people say they would want to climb Mount Everest, and she said, well, that's what she'd wanted to do until she uh, grew up and, uh, and uh, I think, had a family that she needed to look after, but uh, you might want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, something that would be a little bit easier than Everest. In fact, Everest was would not be within reach of most people. I think that's for the pros. But you can, I think, uh, Kilimanjaro, which is the tallest mountain in Africa, it can be done. You might want to try try to climb the tallest mountain in in uh, in the United States or the tallest uh, mountain rise, whatever, in each state. One of my favorite trivia questions you, you will know if you listen to this program is the states that the highest point in the state is less than 1,000 feet, and there are, I think, four or five. The state of Louisiana is one of them. I think the state of Mississippi is one. Uh, Florida, Delaware, and Rhode Island are the other ones. Uh, and usually, if you I, figure, I, I had that as a trivia question one time, but I actually figured it out. I didn't know the answer. A lot of times, the only way you'll ever get a trivia question is that you know the answer, that somewhere you learned it, but you can't work it out. But I worked that one out, uh, and 
and uh, the state of Louisiana is going to be visited by by a hurricane within the next 24 hours. Uh, 919 is our area code, 8609783. And uh, what I am interested in, you're talking to me about, is your uh, bucket list. And, Tom, we have uh, Woody from Sanford. Well, will you ask Mr. Woody, of course, is a friend of ours, and I'm interested in what he's going to say. But uh, will you ask him to hold on, and let's take a break, and we'll get him when we come back. And others are invited to join, Woody, uh, with your tale of your bucket list right after this. Let's see if I can see this. It's 9.49, so we have about six or seven minutes left. So time enough. If you want to join Mr. Seymour, who is, we're going to talk to in a second, you can do that. I'll remind you again that tomorrow night it is uh, trivia night, and uh, Monday night we're going to talk about North Carolina music. Uh, and uh, uh, and you'll need to stay tuned and uh, to find out uh, what is going to be done about the debate which we we told you about. Uh, there was a debate last night for a vice presidential candidates, and there were supposed to be two presidential debates the, the next two Thursday nights. But uh, it looks like the one next Thursday night is uh, in jeopardy, so to speak, uh, jeopardy like being troubled, not like the TV program. Mr. Willie Seymour is a friend of ours, occasional guest, and uh, I'll bet he, he's the kind of person who would have a bucket list, and, and in fact, it might have 10 items on it. Hey, Woodrow, Tom. Are you there? I called you Woodrow. Well, I don't that, hang up. that's fine. You know, um, you know, there's a debate going on about the debate. So. Oh, yeah? And how about that? I thought about you the other night because on uh, something, it was either on public television or or the, the channel that comes with the cable. I don't know. It was just something that showed up. I wasn't, but it was about, it was a fairly long item, about 10 minutes, about the Burlington baseball team. And I thought you would have enjoyed that, if, about the effort to, to come up with something to replace the team that is not going to be there. But we don't need to get off on that. I just no. want you to know about that. They, they, they are getting something else, and we can maybe do a show about that sometime. But um, I've, I've never really use the term bucket list, I, I, I think it's interesting to hear people talk about it, but uh, I've been very fortunate in my life to have a desire to do things or go certain places, and I've, I've been able to go just about every place I've wanted to go in my life up to this point, and then I reached a certain point where I'm really not wanting to fly anymore, I, I, I just not really want to, you know. Uh, and so uh, now I've got more modest goals. Um, one of my goals is uh, I've been in the Grand Canyon twice in my life, once when I was 13 and once when I was about 30. And I, I'd like to get back one last time. I, I think it's uh, you know, one of the most impressive. I tell people the two most impressive things I've seen in my life are the Grand Canyon and the Sistine Chapel. In Vatican, in, in Rome, right, right, right. And those, those two things are the two most impressive things I've seen. There are others, but I mean, and so, um, like you, uh, you and I have both were both shortwave listeners. I had this desire to go to Australia for a long time, but now I don't have it anymore. And, and I'm the same way. I don't have it anymore either. I, yeah. I just think that would that would be an awful long way to go. Although it just 
yesterday, uh, I was thinking somebody had, had answered a question on Jeopardy or something, and the answer was the, the, the Sydney Harbor Bridge, and I was thinking that would be a nice thing to see, you know, because they have some interesting... But anyway, I, I interrupted you. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's uh, that's true, but, I, you know, thinking about going to the top of Mount Everest, well, I just saw a movie a year or two ago called Everest, and it's a pretty good movie. I mean, I've seen it several times, and that gives you a, a real feel for what you've got to do to get up to the top of Everest, and it kind of shows what it's like when you're on top of Everest. So as far as I'm concerned, that's about as close to it as I want to go. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm, I, I think you're like me. You're not, you're not prepared to do. It takes a lot to get up to the top of Mount Everest. I, I do want to ask you a question. I've got to do okay. this. Uh, back there somewhere before you got you had accomplished a lot of these things, what would you have said was the the top item or the first three, two or three items, whatever you would want to commit yourself to? The one place, if they said, well, you know, you know you've know, you got six months, you're not going to be here, you're going to Mars or whatever, whatever's going to happen to you, what, what would be the one place you really wanted to go? Was it the Grand Canyon? I'd say so. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful destination. And unlike other places, uh, I've had the, the privilege of going to the Niagara Falls, see Niagara Falls twice. First time I oohed and odd. The second time I kind of yawned. I mean, it's like it wasn't as spectacular the second time as it was the first. Kind of like going through a Disney World ride the second time, but um, but the Grand Canyon um, because it's different every time you go. The lighting's different, the sky's different. It's different every time you go, and it's just absolutely an incredible thing to see. Well, I, I can I can believe that I've I've not been, and uh, I could have I suppose if I had wanted to. Mrs. Kearney has traveled more than I have, and she went there, and, and I think she really felt the same way you did, that it was uh, spectacular and a place that she would go back to. And, uh, you know, you know, I've I, I had a lifetime of wanting to do things. I mean, going to Yankee Stadium to see a baseball game, I got to do that. And uh, you know, Well, I got to go before they, when the old one was there, and I really, yeah. and it probably you, that's when you went too. You may have been to the new one. I, I have not, but I... Went in, in the I went to the old one, or at least at least the remodeled old one. Yeah, uh, uh, I think they it was just before they they chose to remodel it, so it was yeah. as close as I was going to get to the house that Ruth built. If you see what I mean, it, I think it was after I was there that they remodeled it, and of course then they tore it down in the in the early years of this century. And but yeah. uh, it it was something that that I wanted to do, and uh, and I got to do that too. Yeah. It, and and I think that you know, as I get older, um, I, I don't really have these. Like I say, I I'm okay with not getting on a plane anymore. I mean, I, it all started with nine eleven, and now I just it's not that I'm afraid. I just don't have the desire that I once had before to go through all that uh, all that security and and all that stuff and be cram, crammed up on a plane and all. I don't desire to go visit somewhere overseas like I did at one time. I've been very blessed to be able to go different places, see different places, and I know I know you and I have talked about your trip to Ireland. Right. Well, I've, I've been to England. Like you. Uh, the, when you could just, you know, I've, I've, 
when you could almost just walk out to the airport and, uh, you know, hand the people your money and go on out there and get on the plane and go, yep. which you could do as, as late as 20 years ago, uh, or before 9-11. Yeah. And, uh, and and you can't do that now. You've got to take your shoes off and uh, and so on. I, I, it's more trouble than it's worth. I remember climbing up the stairs outdoors to get on a plane at Raleigh Durham. So that's how far back I go. I've I've, I've been on a plane ten or fifteen times in my life, and I've enjoyed all the trips. But like I say, I just uh, I try to get more simple pleasures. And uh, the courthouse deal was. That was that was nice because that that was like a something like that. I wanted I just wanted to get it done uh, before I was 65. So uh, and I did. So uh, you know it, it's. I would say this to people in general though: if if you have someone that you really need to uh, make up with or reconcile with, go ahead and do it. And I'm not thinking so much before you die; it's before they die. Well, and I agree with you. To die, and then you haven't done it, and then the rest of your life you're going to be thinking about that. Well, no, stop because I agree with you. But we've got to go. But I agree with you. If you, as someone told me one time, if you've got something to say to somebody, go ahead and say it. Yeah. Because you never know when they're going to turn the lights out. Um, why don't you give me a, I can give you a call, you can give me a call, but we need to go right now. We okay. can talk a little bit after this. But thanks for calling, Woody. Enjoy the program, and uh, I was happy to be able to be a part of it. Okay. I'm going to give you a call. Are you home? Uh-huh. I'm home okay. right now. Okay, John, take it over.